Hey. Breezy. <laughs> Mo's nose. Season three. Peachy. It's about that time. Everybody turn your TVs on. The Mo's nose. Peachy. Breezy. And fair to God. They keep it nitty gritty when they bring you nine to talk. We two gorillas. Silver back. Nah, silver. You know it's busting. Good discussion. Cause we get it in. Every time. You know we grinding. I was eight to ten. We always play to win. The faithful going hard. It's Wayne. Breezy. Peachy. Mo's nose. And fair to God. Let's get it. Nitty gritty, it's the lightest tall. Don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, it's the lightest tall. We outline players up and show. Nitty gritty, it's the lightest tall. Don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, it's the lightest tall. Runners talk, nitty gritty, it's the lightest tall. Yeah. It's officially 49ers football week, and we're back. The Nitty Gritty Niners Talk crew is in the building. We got Crystal Peachy B, my man Mo's Nose. Fear to God should be on his way. I'm not sure if he's going to be here tonight. Everybody's under the weather right now. We all came down with the same thing we got from Atlanta. It just took us three weeks to get it, and now we all not feeling good. All right, so we're going to get this show crackalack. And Peachy, I hope your day was good. Tell us how your day was. It was um, crazy getting back to work from being um, down in Georgia with my dad and everything. So, you know, everything was on my desk. Walked in. I couldn't even see my desk this morning when I walked in, of course. You know, it was completely covered with papers and all kind of stuff and to-do lists left and right. So it was a crazy day. So I did what I could. Told him I had to dip. So I had to get ready for the show and he'll be there tomorrow. Let's do it. That's what I'm talking about. I just wanted to um, take this opportunity and thank everyone for your prayers and your concerns. I really do um, appreciate it. Just keep keep those coming because we still need those. For sure, for sure, for sure. Most how was your day, bro? Dog, I mean, trying to get through it, trying to breathe through my nostrils regularly, man. Had to yeah. sit through three back-to-back meetings with a mask on because I'm around people mm-hmm. and you know you know how it is now people get weird when you when you got a little cough it is not COVID but you know people get weird when you got a little cough and the sniffles so being in a room granted it's 80 degrees in November and That's because it's November like we got our how our building is set up it's November. So like at a certain time of the year, it don't have nothing to do with the temperature at a certain time of the year. Cause of what's normal. The AC cuts off and the heat, the heat. come on and ain't no windows open. So it ain't no, no fresh air circulating. The heat is on. I'm in this room already can't breathe as it is with a mask over my face. So yeah, Monday has not been a, it's not been a good day for me. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm hoping the night, the night is almost, the night is here. Felt like it got it got night extra early too at four thirty. It was pitch black outside. Yeah. I was like, did yeah. I miss an hour? Totally forgot that. Mm-hmm. What do we lose an hour? Gain an hour? I don't know. Whatever it is, I'm I'm all off. Uh, but you be too, most like I I don't know what it is. Uh, and even if it was COVID, guys, like man, get over it. It's it's COVID now. Is to me that's the common cold. As soon as you get the runny nose, it's probably COVID. Even if it ain't COVID, 
don't worry. There's there's precautions and things out there and measures to take care of if you have it. You know, people do people even still quarantine if they have COVID? I don't know. I I stopped I stopped paying attention. Yeah, me too, bro. Uh, yeah, at this point, it's I guess, just I guess they, I guess they do if they choose to. Okay. All right. So I guess it's just the normal. Uh, but guys, we're here. We're back. It's Monday. And what we're going to do on today's episode. All right. We're going to talk about the latest of 49ers news. Got a rumor going on out there. If you look at the chat, there's a Q&A section in the chat. Should the 49ers sign OBJ? Hold your thoughts on that. We're going to break that down a little bit uh, in mid-show. Also, there's the poll question. All right. Uh, make sure you guys go ahead and participate in the poll question. We'll get to that back at the end of the day uh back at the end of the show uh the episode all right guys you know where you can find us man we're everywhere out there make sure if you're watching on the youtube channel you click that like and subscribe button all right do not forget to click that also if you're struggling trying to find the show if you love the nitty-gritty show the wayne breezy show whatever other shows we got going on here it's at the wayne breezy you got to make sure you put the at symbol too as well or won't pop up so it's at the wayne breezy is streaming live here each and every monday night 7 p.m eastern standard time also it'll be on twitch uh twitch.tv backslash the wayne breezy you already know you can follow us on twitter at ngn talk as well as instagram and don't forget to join the facebook group nitty gritty niners uh-oh miss debbie gave me something to post today let me go ahead and get that out uh for you guys uh, real quick, hold on one second. Uh, we actually, since we're talking about Facebook, we have a winner uh, right. for the person with the most engagements. Awesome. We get the round of applause ready. All right. And the winner of the month of uh, what month we in? So the month of October it must be because November kind of just started. So the uh, the winner of the month of October goes to Brian. Brian, no, excuse me, Eddie Glover. All right, Eddie G. All That's right. our boy. He's always calling in on the show. Hey. Congratulations, Eddie Glover. All right, we'll make sure we, we, we reach out to us and we'll take care of you, man. We got something coming your way. All right, so guys, that's every month we do a giveaway just for having the most engagements on the Facebook page. Do you post? Do you comment? Do you, whatever it is, as long as it's acceptable to the rules for the Facebook group, we're giving away stuff, all right? So make sure you go ahead and join that. There's the email, nittygrittyniners at gmail.com. And don't forget to shop at nittygrittynineshop.com. Now listen, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. We're trying to get new stuff up there, but the way that the site is set up, they decline a lot of the designs. So I'm trying to get with my designer and try to figure out like the wording, the font, whatever. No pictures. I already like they can't have any pictures. So don't expect anything with images anymore using this particular site that we use, which is Spring or Teespring or whatever it is. So I'm looking for a new site. Mm -hmm. A new, uh, new place to host the stuff other than uh, Shopify. I haven't really sat there and broke it down. If anybody knows anything, go ahead and email us, nittygrittyniners at gmail.com. We'll check it out. And then a quick shout out to our sponsors and partners over at Residency. Use the promo code SFBreezy. Save on your Residency today. All right. They got exclusive hats out there right now. All right. So let's get down to the nitty gritty with it. We got some news going on. Um, look. Monday was good. There was a football practice today. Yeah. Uh, things that went down earlier throughout the day. And I'm just going to put this down here at the ticker so we can have, you know, some some things. But the 49ers signing, signed veteran wide receiver Tajay Sharp to the practice squad. We'll start there. 
we knew the 49ers were going to sign somebody, right? Because they worked out about eight, seven to eight wide receivers. And one of them on the list was Muhammad Sanu. But instead, they decided to go with Tajay Sharp. Um, let's talk about Tajay Sharp. Does anybody know anything or much about him? Let's talk about him. Let's break it down. Do you know anything about him most? You want me to go? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, earlier on in his career, uh, he started with the Titans. Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. And it looked like he was on a trajectory to be one of the top receivers in the league. He yep. really shined his first couple of years. Um, and then there were injuries, uh, consistent injuries, and then he was never really able to uh, regain that form. So um, if he is healthy and can stay healthy, uh, I don't know how much the injuries have diminished his physical ability. Um, but if you look up Tajay Sharp and you find tape, you can find some really good tape. And I'm not talking college ball, high school ball. You'll find some really, really good NFL tape mm-hmm. against some really, really good NFL defenses and corners. Uh, Tajay Sharp was a, a pretty decent wide receiver in his day. Um, you know, he's yet to find a situation that could help him kind of regain what he once had in the league. All right. Um, I'm trying to remember not this year, but last year when he was on Atlanta. I'm trying to remember what uh, I'm trying to find his stats for the 49ers game. I'm trying to see if I can find it right now. So just bear with me. Uh, let's see. San Francisco 49ers. Here it goes. I knew I'd find it. It was December. Uh, we beat them 31 to 13. I just want to know what he did against the 49ers. It's, it's kind of like the only time I remember him, like seeing him. I do know he played for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, in that game, he didn't have any stats, so he wasn't he, he might have been inactive in that game. That's what I have. So I'm not finding too many stats on Taji Sharp, uh, but there are cumulative stats for the 2000 the 2015 season. So I'll go ahead and get that. I mean the 20 uh 2021 season when he played for Atlanta. Uh he said it, he said he played in 15 games. He started in seven, seven of them. He had 37 targets for 25 yards. Uh, I mean, 27 targets, uh, 25 receptions, 230 yards, 14 first downs. I'm trying to figure out where does he line up. Is he a slot guy? Is he? Uh, is he not a slot guy? Like, is he an inside guy? Is no, he he, no, he's 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 on the outside. He's 6'4", 200. Okay, so he has some speed too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got him at six two. 188, but I don't know how old this is. Kid out of Massachusetts. He went to college in Massachusetts, the Minutemen. That's what we played for. He was drafted in the fifth round uh, to the Tennessee Titans. He's a fifth round pick. Hey, that might be that might be something for the 49ers. They get a former fifth round pick. They bring him in here and work out with this team and the wide receiver coach. It could he could possibly be something. Now he got signed to the practice squad. So mm-hmm. We let go of Malik Turner. That's one wide receiver that's no longer mm-hmm. here. They're going to probably replace him with Tajay Smith. I mean, Tajay Sharp. I'm trying to figure out, do you, Peachy, do you think this kid can find his way on the active roster? Can he replace anybody on this active roster currently? Uh, 
give anybody any type of competition. That's kind of what I'm asking. Yeah, I mean, he probably has enough left as as bad as I hate to say it. I mean, maybe Jennings, if he doesn't, you know, shape up, I could see him definitely doing that. That hurts my heart to say that, though, because Jennings being a vol or whatever, you know, I said coming from the balls, but yeah, I do don't hurt my heart. That's the name that I was going with. Too. The only, I mean, the only, the only thing, only thing that gives Jennings a leg up is that he knows the offense, right? And Jennings is a good blocker when it, yeah. in in the running game. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you can't catch the ball, you're not even going to be on the field for those blocking assignments. So, um, yeah, I, I think, I think he can give Jennings a run. I think he can give Danny Gray a run. Now he's not the speed of Danny Gray, right. uh, but he has the NFL experience, um, and we know he Tajay can catch the football. So uh, I think he can give both Danny and Jawan a run, um, and you know we'll just have to see how it goes. But I, I think he's just you know a, a body on the practice squad right now in the event. Um, that something happens, that somebody else goes down. Because, um, like we said, we just had uh, Debo and Jennings out for the game against the Rams, so mm-hmm. we were shorthanded at the wide receiver position. You know, Kyle doesn't want that ever. Um, right. So I think it's possible, but not likely. I'm just trying to figure out if they if they activate him, what do you do with Danny Gray? Because you're not going to – you can make him inactive, but you got to keep him on the ro- you got to keep him on the roster. So if you bring this guy up, who are you sending down? It, it won't be a receiver. It'll just it'll have to be somebody else, right? Because you can't you're not going to put Danny Gray on that roster. I mean, you're not going to cut him and put him on the practice squad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that, that's something that they'll have to figure out. I, I like maybe the kid can come in here and do some something, uh, but he's got a, he's got a, he's got a lot of work to do. He is what Peachy likes. He is a veteran in this league. Uh, and he could provide something yeah. that the 49ers need, which is, you know, going going into the second half of the season, you got to be the best of the best. Yeah. Because it's not like we're five and one or or or, or six and whatever, you know, you know right. what I'm saying? It's not like, like we six have and that, three like, or whatever. Like we're right. Like we don't have that type of right now, yeah. six and two, seven and one, mm-hmm. eight and oh, like we're not there, right? But we are four and four, and we kind of, in my opinion. We kind of write our own destiny. Yeah. You know, which is, that's yeah. going to be in the name of tomorrow's show. Writing your own destiny. Write that down, please. Somebody. I got it. Because that that's what that's what the 49ers are doing. Now, the good mm-hmm. thing is uh, they got some guys back that practice today. We're going to talk about some of these guys. So today was a light practice, ladies and gentlemen. I don't want you guys to think they went full throttle. They'll do that tomorrow. But today was a light practice. All right. Uh, so they had uh, Jason Verrett there today, um, which is good to see Jason Verrett because I'm really hoping he can go, you know, on Sunday against his former team. But Jason Verrett was there. Uh, Elijah Mitchell was there. And we're going to talk about the practice window opening for those guys. But here's the, some cool names. Debo Samuel, Jawan Jennings, Jason Verrett, and Kyle Juszczyk after the surgery was full go at practice. So these four guys were full go at practice light or not they were full go let's talk about that let's start with you peach yeah i was uh excited to see these guys back 
I just think that it brings a different energy to this team when you have all these guys out there. Because then you just know that, you know, it's just time to to get it in gear and get it done. And the more healthy players we have out there, you know, your better your practices are going to be because you got your your guys out there. You you can look to your left and look to the right. <laughs> you can see you can see bodies out there now. Mm-hmm. Bodies that mean something. Starters, starters especially. Oh, the start. You're right. The starters are back. Right. 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 <laughs> They're not just bodies. Right. Not just bodies. Yeah. Starters. Yeah. I like that. Good job. I really do. Um, Mose, anything you want to add to that? No, PG hit it on the head, man. Just to have everybody back, knowing what this team is capable of and knowing what they believe about themselves when we're 100%. Yeah. Um, I haven't, I, I don't have word on Greenlaw. So there's an asterisk by him. I'm not sure if he's back at practice or what. I didn't hear anything about Greenlaw. I know Cowboy Angel asked about Greenlaw. Haven't heard anything about Greenlaw. I'm hoping Greenlaw will be available to go uh, this weekend. The good thing is it's a Sunday night game, all right? And and so, you know, it's a little bit more time for mm-hmm. players to be active yeah. or not. Let's talk about those four guys. Who out of those four guys, let's go with thumbs up or thumbs down if they're going to play on Sunday. You ready? Let's start with Debo Samuel. Thumbs up or thumbs down? Let's go Jawan Jennings. Thumbs up, thumbs down. So, I don't want him to play, so I'm not putting a thumb up or a thumb down. <laughs> oh, man, you can't be that way, man. Just, oh, Lord. <laughs> you think he's going to play or not, man? Just, just take a guess. All right. Thumbs up. The thumbs, all right, cool. They got the thumbs up. Let's pop the thumbs up uh, and the thumbs down that you, you guys see out there. All right, let's do um, – all right, here we go. We're going to get down. Kyle Juszczyk, no pun intended, thumbs up or thumbs down? Oh, yeah, definitely juice. And last but not least, Jason Verrett, thumbs up or thumbs down? Okay, hold on. I like it. I like it. I like that. Peachy, you going thumbs up for Verrett too? Yeah, you don't think that Verrett's going to play most? Uh-uh. I think this is the game, Mose. It's on grass. They're at home. Uh, I'm not saying he might look great, but I think they got to yeah. give him. I'm not saying that he's going to blow everybody away, but I think he's going to be out there, though. I, I say if he practices, if he has a full week of practice, right, let this guy go out there, let him get himself acclimated back to the game. Now, we saw what Jason Ferret was like coming off of an injury back in 2019 against the Pittsburgh Steelers at home. He just wasn't ready. Uh, and that was then, though. This is 2022. Uh, and I'm 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 banking on him being extra ready. I think he's been ready. I'm gonna keep it a buck. I think Jason Verrett's been ready, but I think the 49ers technically felt like they didn't necessarily need him. I know I added a bunch of adverbs and stuff into that. They didn't need him at, at the moment, but I think it's time. Second half of the season, I think it's time. Cowboy Angel says he's been practicing and not playing. Might give him more time. I'm not sure how much more time he needs. I know. <laughs> I mean, damn, like we get to the playoffs, you're gonna give him more time in too. I mean, like, what what is it that's wrong with him right. to where he can't play? I, I say you try it. If it doesn't work, you pull him immediately. You get him out. 
if he gets burnt like he did, like he was lost in that Pittsburgh game. Not yeah. like he just burnt. Look like he just didn't know how to play the position. New defense. Maybe he didn't. Maybe that's what it was too. But he knows this defense. You know, he knows this defense. I say put him in there. People saying his body might not be ready. I got you. I got you. But I'm going with thumbs up. I think all four of those players that we uh, we see on this list are going to be ready. Let's talk about this practice window. Because the practice window has officially opened up for Aziz Al-Shayer, uh, offensive lineman Colton McKivitz, which is who's the 49ers swing tackle, and running back Elijah Mitchell. So what does that mean when we say the practice window is open? It simply means the 49ers have three weeks yep. to put these guys on the active roster. Mm-hmm. Now, if they don't, I believe they lose. Like, I don't know if they lose them or what, but they need to make them active or whatnot. And so we're going to find out. Now, um, Elijah Mitchell was out there practicing today with the running backs. So he's out there. Yeah. He already declared and told Matt Mayoko that he was going to be playing this week mm-hmm. uh, a couple of weeks ago. Does Elijah Mitchell play on Sunday, guys? Thumbs up. Yep. Thumbs up. Um, let's go with Colton McKivitz. I don't think so, yeah. Not yet. I think they give him more time. Mm-hmm. I know we just talked about time. He needs um, he needs more time, I think. Does he? What was his injury? Was it a high ankle sprain? What was Colton McKivitt's injury? I don't know if he necessarily needs the time. I just think they feel like they might be cool at the position because they're clearly not letting. I mean, where is he going to play? That's my question. You're not benching Mike McGlinchey and you're not benching Trent Williams. So where does Colton McKivitt's play? Who's the swing though right now? Jalen Moore. Is it Jalen Moore? I believe it's Jalen Moore. He had an yeah. MCL sprain too. By by the way, Colton. Yeah, he had. An so MCL Fair sprain. says um, Elijah will play some. Colt, not so much. Yeah, I I don't think um I don't even think I think Colt would be inactive for Sunday, but they got three weeks now. The 49ers do have three open roster spots. So oh, that's um, they're saying that he had an MCL sprain. Correct, he had an MCL sprain. All right, we got to go with this name, Aziz Al Shire. We got to talk about it. Now, he came out today and said that he plans to play on Sunday. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) let's talk about this one. Because Aziz Al-Shayer playing for the 49ers, that's a big, big bump in their defense, especially in the run-stopping portion of the defense. He plays on the run-stopping side. Greenlaw plays on the passing side. Now you can rotate. Um, if if Greenlaw isn't going now, you can rotate Burks and um Demetrius Flanagan files. So let's talk about how beneficial Aziz Al Shahir would be for the 49ers. And, and and do you think he'll be up to the part? No, I think uh well, I'm not worried. I think I will I won't say Aziz needs to play, I'll say I want him to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, because as of right now, the biggest threat that this Chargers offense poses for us is at the running back position. Yeah, the quarterback is good, but he might be missing his top two wide receivers. So that offense is going to go through Austin Eckler. And while I have him in both of my fantasy leagues, I don't mind if Austin Eckler don't get a lot of points this coming <laughs> Me I must must be 8-0 right now. Because if I had him on my joint, that's the only person I would want to feast. Right. I want to address this. 
Um, GSU says these players have to get medical clearance. They just can't say I'm playing and boom, they're playing. A lot of times the ones that say that they're trying to play or whatever have already gotten that. Yeah. They're already. Alert. I mean, they're, they're at practice. I yeah. Mean, they're, they're practicing. So, yeah, so they're, I, I, they're, I would, they're cleared. I, yeah. I would, I would assume that they're cleared since right. they're already practicing. The practice exactly. window wouldn't have opened up yeah. for him if he, yeah, you know, that's normally how it goes. Yeah. Um, but I do understand where he's coming from, but I think they're pretty much good to go. It's, it comes down to how well do they practice this week? And if they have a good practice, then they'll play. And if they don't right. have a good practice, if they're still struggling in certain areas, then I believe that they'll be inactive on Sunday. But a lot, Aziz Alshair, what does he do? What, what does he do for this defense, guys? Because I feel like we've only had – we haven't had our starting three – on the field more than what one or two games yeah jeez it'll be it's, nice it's, to get everybody out sucks. there i tell you we, we need i i can't wait to see all three of them in consistent games i and know that chemistry and build some momentum because when those three dudes are out there i feel like it's less pressure on the front four mm-hmm. because the front four don't have to make up for uh the lack of you know, tackling. I feel like when we don't have our three backers, our front four is like, okay, not only do we have to get pressure, not only do we have to clog the running lanes, but we also got to get tackles. And not to say that our guys can't handle it, but, you know, anybody who's played football or anybody who watched football, you know, you play better when your job is easier. You know, you play better when you don't have to think as much. When you're right. you're just playing football, you're reacting. You don't have to think. There's not too much on your plate. Um, and I think our front seven plays a little bit better when they know that they have those three missiles behind them because they're going to make sure that those three guys have clean lanes to get to whoever the ball carrier is. And when those guys get to the ball carrier, the ball carrier is going down. Uh, so, yeah, I think what Aziz does is he just – he, he brings that energy. He brings the thump. You know, he's he's one of those guys you know you can count on, you know, to get a, a big stop when you need it. And like I said, they help that front four so much with all three of them on the field because whether it's a run or a pass, you know, they know all we got to do is make sure that those three guys are clean so that they can, they can bring the ball carrier down. So, yeah, yeah I, I can't wait to see the three of them back together again. Soon come, brethren. Soon come. Soon come. Uh, again, no official word on Greenlaw, uh, but the word from Aziz Alshair is he's looking to play on Sunday night. So that's what we have right now. We'll definitely keep you guys posted throughout the week, letting you guys know how that goes or how that pans out. Perk Dog says Chargers are going to hit us with a bunch of screens to those running backs, try and use our pass rush against us. Yeah, this is one game. We're going to break this down in a little bit that we don't want to play over over aggressive, mm-hmm. right? want to rush we want our edges to set the edge get in your lanes but this is where your linebackers come into play so we'll see we'll see how it all pans out um as we you know we we get to break the stuff down all right now it's rumor time all right so it's rumor time and we got to get to the rumors uh jay glazer earlier today on the 95 7 the game says that the 49ers will be part of a bidding war to sign Odell Beckham Jr. in the coming 
days. All right, Odell Beckham Jr. or OBJ, a.k.a. one of the Alphabet Boys. He might as well join this roster. Uh, listen, he's a free agent, and he's coming off of the, what, the ACL injury? And so the 49ers, I, I don't care what anybody says, the 49ers have been wanting OBJ for years. Uh, will this? They've been wanting Christian McCaffrey for years, too. And look, they made it happen. They had yep. traded him. And Kyle Shanahan just, has said it before, too, that he's wanted mm-hmm. OBJ, so... I, I'm, you're right, and like I said, Peachy, they they all they gotta do is spend some money. Now it's not our money, so let them spend their money how they want. Now let, um, the question I'm gonna ask you is: Would you guys? We'll start with Peachy. Would you sign OBJ to this roster? And that's the Q and A question out there. So Peachy, you go first. I'll look in the chat to see what everybody is saying, uh, and I'll go ahead and post their comments up there while you talk. Uh yeah. Peachy saying yeah. But why why would you sign OBJ? I mean, the, gotta the, gotta explain why. Um, the four the forty niners are are trying to win a Super Bowl. They're not mm-hmm. trying to get to the playoffs. They're not trying to get to the Super Bowl. They're trying to win a Super Bowl. So any anything that you can add that will help you to accomplish that definitely. And people are saying that they don't want OBJ because they don't want him to to be a like a locker room cancer. Um, I don't really look at OBJ as being a locker room cancer. I don't think Kyle Shanahan would be interested in OBJ if he felt that he was in locker room cancer. He said it several times that he that he would be interested in him anything that is going to make this team um harder for a defense to be able to handle is going to be good and and i think that obj on the 49ers would be better than obj back with the rams or obj with seattle or obj with um some other team that we might run across because you never know so i would rather have him on my team all than right. to be on a team that we're going to have to face. I don't want to face him, in other words. Or OBJ in Buffalo, and we play Buffalo in the in the Super Bowl. And I I just don't want to be across from him. I don't want to do that. All right. So Peachy wants to sign OBJ. Um, I guess out of necessity, it's better to, keep, it's better to have him here than it is anywhere right. else. Guys, the last time we played OBJ, he went eight bananas. I ain't, I don't want to say eight crap, but that's what he did. He he was a problem. <laughs> I just want people to know that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people aren't looking at it and they're calling him a cancer. They're calling him this. People are saying no, but not explaining why. I would love to know why. So if you're going to say no, you can't say OBJ is trash because OBJ is one of the reasons why they beat us. It was OBJ and Von Miller. It was that combination right there. Right. Uh, Mose, I would love to get to know uh, your thoughts on this particular topic. Um, maybe I'm biased because I love OBJ. I'm a big fan of him. But mm-hmm. uh, outside of my bias, absolutely. I mean, how many wide receivers did you say we brought in and we oh. tried out? Right. Seven. <laughs> so... You're bringing in Tajay Sharp and mm-hmm. Muhammad Sanu. It's okay to sign that all, guy. And all of these other guys. You signed Willie Sneed and Malik Turner and 
all of these other dudes that we signed, but yet you don't want to bring in OBJ. I guarantee if you ask Bills Mafia if they should bring in OBJ, they'll be like, absolutely bring him in here. And they already have Stefan Diggs. Exactly. They already have Gabriel Davis. That's the guy. But then, but then you bring in OBJ, right? Now you have uh, Gabe Davis and Stefan Diggs on the outside and OBJ in the slot. You got OBJ and Stefan Diggs on the outside or Gabe Davis in the slot. OBJ, Gabe Davis outside, Stefan Diggs. They're, they're interchangeable. You can move those three guys anywhere on the field. And now I have to defend them. And not exactly. only do I have to defend them, I got to defend Josh Allen. And not only have to defend Josh Allen, now they got Naeem Hines, who they got to defend as well. And Dawson Knox is not a soft jet tight end. And that's a team that is built to win a Super Bowl right now. So if you look at us, do we need him? No, I'm not saying he's a need. OBJ is not a need. We have Debo Samuel. We have Brandon Ayuk. Our wide receiver core is solid. But do you, if you're asking, you first of all, you can't ask me, do I trust Jawan Jennings or Odell Beckham Jr.? You already know my answer. <laughs> OBJ would be slot 100%. You can't, you can't ask me if I trust OBJ over Ray Ray McLeod. You can't ask me if I trust OBJ over Danny Gray. So you, you look at him on the field. Debo, Ayuk, OBJ, Kittle, CMC. If, and if, that's if, one package, if, though. That's if, 11 if, personnel. If, any, if anything, if anything else, whether we need him or not, you put OBJ on this team, both Kyle Shanahan and Jimmy Garoppolo have no excuses for us not to win the Super Bowl. The, uh, Kyle already has every have piece. Any, any excuses, in my opinion, bro. But, right. Kyle has every piece that he needs, and Jimmy has every piece that he needs. I know y'all worried about him not being able to go down the field. We're not going to be the dead horse. We already know that he can't do that. But at least he's trying. He's tried more this season than he has in the past two or three seasons combined. At least he's trying to get the ball downfield. But if he's trying and he can't get it down there, Here's my last point. If Jimmy is trying and he can't really get it down there, I want a receiver who knows how to adjust to the ball being in the air and can go up and make a crazy catch when we need it. Hey, real quick, make before you add on to that, does OBJ make that Ray Ray McLeod catch that he dropped? 1,000% he oh, makes yeah, that okay. catch. I just want to leave it at that. So if you want to drop the mic, you can okay. drop the mic. Right. We're, we're going to leave it at that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's nothing else you need to say. Because that's the pro that's the that's the thing. And shout out to Raj out there. We see you, baby. Uh, and though these are facts, guys. Listen, Kali said, What are we trying to win? A fantasy league or a Super Bowl? I tell you what, you win the fantasy league, you win, right? It's a, it's a championship. So listen, the more pieces you got on the offense, is the, the the less the defense is gonna be able to stop. It's that's numbers, right. it's basketball, five on four. Yes. You know, it's, it's simple, fast break. Yes. Matter of fact, we get OBJ, the nickname for our offense is going to be called Fast Break. Because they're going to have five different sets of people out there on the field. I just mentioned 11 personnel, which is everything that Moe's just said. But they can go 22. They could go 21. They could go 12. They, they can go 31. And They then, can run what? this pony stuff. We've, I've never even seen the 49ers do that. 
and then when, when you talk about, okay, we don't want to misuse CMC and potentially get him hurt. We right. don't want to misuse Odell Beckham Jr. and potentially get him hurt. So if you bring in somebody like OBJ, like if you bring it like again, if you bring in Tajay Sharp, why wouldn't you bring in OBJ? You bring in somebody like OBJ to what to Breezy's point, you have so many different options of what you can do on offense that even when you take a guy off the field, your offense isn't missing a beat. The defense is not getting a break. Oh, Debo's not on the field. Shoot, Ayuk, OBJ, Kittle, use check, CMC, they're still here. And that's just taking one guy off the field. Right. Oh, they're, oh, they're, they're, uh, they took OBJ off the field. Uh, okay. Well, we still got CMC and Elijah Mitchell and Debo and Ayuk to worry about. Like, there's so many different combinations that we can use and so many different pieces that can be used to where the defense de- – defensive coordinators already have a headache trying to stop our offense. Right. Oh, yeah, for that real. Be- and that, that was before we had CMC. Mm-hmm. Right. So now yeah. that we have CMC, they are pulling their hair out. We get somebody the talent of OBJ. Defensive coordinators might be – I'm just turning in my papers. Right. Like, I'm not coaching this week. Go ahead, can, I, can I say this, this one thing real quick? Um, okay, so <laughs> I see a lot of you out there that are saying that the 49ers getting a player just so somebody else doesn't get them, basically like what I was saying a while ago. What the hell do you think the main reason why that, that the 49ers ponied up to get CMC for? Because guess who was right there trying to get him? The Rams. And they wanted to make damn sure that the Rams did not get him. That's why the 49ers gave up what they did. I just want to remind you that a lot of times when teams get players, hello, that's what it's for. It's to make sure that somebody else does not grab that player. Especially And OBJ has a use here. So it's not like he would just be a player that would just be chilling on the bench or whatever. He would... He has a massive use here, and we could definitely use him just like Mose just talked about for like five minutes. So it would be great. And like I said a while ago, the 49ers are trying to win a Super Bowl. That's how you win a Super Bowl. You put it all out there just like the 49ers did with CMC. You put it out there, and you get it done. That's how you win a Super Bowl. Yep. Um, you got you got to You got to go all in. Mm-hmm. And if you're go, if you're going to play to contend in this league, teams are going all in. Ain't nobody questioning Philly and what they doing. Exactly. They sure are going all in. They went and got every defensive piece they can find. To every shore one of up them. the defense. They traded for Robert Quinn and they still getting guys. Yep. So they're making sure that their defense, they're comfortable on offense. They signed AJ Brown. Yeah. I, I don't even know if Devontae Smith still play for the Eagles. So they're they're comfortable. They got the weapons. Jalen Hurts playing some of his best football, but they're comfortable and they made they went all in. Guess what? Other teams are gonna go all in. Teams that want to win the Super Bowl. That's right. So either you go all in or you don't. There's gonna be a bidding war. So either if the 49ers are gonna get in it, don't listen. And I don't expect them to win because they don't have 
the 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 salary cap to make what OB, OBJ may be asking for, but they do have the power of persuasion, and they do have veterans on this team, and they do have a culture. If OBJ walks into San Francisco and walks through that Eddie DeBartolo Hall of Fame, that cat walking out in red and gold. I bet I bet anybody a hundred dollars. Yeah, that right. He's walking out in red and gold, and that doesn't mean he's going to the gift shop, buying a jersey, and putting it on. Nah, cat signing. Whether it's one year, five million, uh, and and up to five million, and stuff with incentives and all that type of stuff. Either way, and like everybody said on the panel, we're gonna get Fair's point. You bring in OBJ, guys. You've just upgraded again. Isn't that what you want to do every single year? The whole purpose is to upgrade. You want your players to develop, but you can't develop players. And I was talking to John V today on the show this morning. He wants these guys to develop. John, it's the middle of the season. The motherfuckers ain't developing. They ain't developed yet. Next offseason, bro. 49ers are all in. They trying to win. Fair. What's your take on this, bro? I, I mean, I, I heard y'all talking off, you know, when I was off. And um, just really feel like bringing in somebody like that raises the floor for us in our wide receiver room. Um, we have a lot of uh, folks that can make plays. Um, we have a lot of folks that can catch the ball and um, get upfield and get yak. Right. But we also need players that are going to be able to go up and get those, I won't say Aaron throws, but those balls that Jimmy throws at times that are a little bit out of focus. Uh, we're not going to go there because Jimmy's playing well. I'm not. I, I said I was. You can call it that. I'm saying I'm not. Yeah, I'm that's fine. But I'm going to call it what it is because this nitty gritty. So you can do right. what you want. But I'm telling right. you, they still hospital balls. Understood. But my thing is that o OBJ has this wide catch radius, right? So those will look like routine catches for him mm -hmm. when he's in the game. They won't yep. look as bad. You know what I mean? When you have somebody like Debo who's a little bit shorter and, and doesn't have the same kind of hops like OBJ or doesn't have those long arms like OBJ, it looks a little crazy, right? And OBJ has them big hands too, right, Pauls? Um, but realistically, man, realistically, OBJ raises the floor of the wide receiver room. When you have somebody like that trotting out as your third receiver, man, it, it's really tough for you to match up against all those weapons on offense. And like y'all said, what are you going to do now? What what our defense is going to do? You exactly. cannot up. You don't have three corners. Really, you don't have five corners because now you got to you got to still D up Kittle. You got to still D up CMC. What are you mm -hmm. going to do? You don't have that many great defensive backs to yep. everybody when we're going downfield. It, it's impossible. So it's really going to be a tough ask for any defensive coordinator to stop that offense. And we know what our defense is going to do. It's just a matter of us being sure that we're putting up enough points for the defense to relax a little bit at times. Right. So if you want to put up more points. There's only one Kansas City Chiefs in the, in the league. There's only one Pat Mahomes. Right. That's it. But if, but if you want to put well, if you want to put up more points, right? Then you go grab another points maker. I'm just saying he's available. I, I, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it even happens. I'm saying mm -hmm. you have to entertain it 
and then you got to get into the bidding war if you're all in. If you're not all in, then so be it. But if you're not all in, why the fuck did you sign Jimmy Garoppolo for however many million dollars right. and pay him incentives to get you sign him not to just back up Trey? Exactly. But if something happened to Trey, you yep. could still be all in. That's exactly why you signed Jimmy Garoppolo. If that happened, why did you give all that up for CMC if you're not all in? You're all in. You're all in. You're all no in. And, then, and listen, in addition to what Breezy's saying, we're not saying give that man whatever he wants. Right. If there is a bidding war, we're not saying go above and beyond what our max is our max. Our max is our max. But if we can fit him in to whatever our max is, and he wants to come to us because he sees an opportunity to play with a good team, with a good head coach and a good offense, and players that he likes to play with. He wants to play with Debo. Mm -hmm. You saw how he went to Debo in the NFC Championship game. I mean, it's it's the NFC Championship game. That was one of the best. You saw how he went to Debo and consoled him because he saw Debo's pad. He wants to play with Debo. He sees how their their styles are complementary to one another. Mm -hmm. So you get him in that room with Debo and Ayuk, and the three of them are just bouncing ideas off of one another. Like, I say what y'all want. I it's our job to make y'all see what the possibility is. For sure. And I'm not saying that anybody is wrong for saying that they don't want him, but like a lot of y'all are like, like this guy's a cancer. He's never been a good football player. I absolutely don't want him. But you have to like really take a look at what the possibilities are right. for this team if we're able to add a player of this caliber. Yes. Do y'all really want Tajay Sharp on the practice squad? Or do you want somebody like OBJ mm-hmm. who can come in and get you three, four, five catches, a couple huge ones on third down to help extend drives, to help get Debo and Kittle and Ayuk and CMC and Kyle Juszczyk and whoever else we have on this offense in better position to score points and to get our defense rest and to really be a high-powered offense. We're already on our way to that. We saw what CMC was able to do, and Debo and Kyle Juszczyk didn't even play. So, again, this is not a need for us, but mm-hmm. just imagine the possibilities mm-hmm. of what it could mean to have a guy like OBJ in this offense. Yeah. And if you tell me you'll take Jennings, Ray Ray McLeod, Danny Gray, or Tajay Sharp over OBJ, sorry, I don't believe you. Right. I just gotta check your. I gotta check your football card. Not even a forty nine card. I gotta check your football card. I gotta make sure you understand this game. That means we're doing a piss poor job explaining to you what this game is like. If you're willing right. to take those four or five guys over this mm-hmm. one guy that has a yeah. Super Bowl ring, number one, that has yeah. proven that he can sustain himself at a high level, no matter mm-hmm. what team he plays for, whether it was the every year with the Giants, he was number one, went to yeah. Cleveland, was struggling in and out of there. They had quarterback issues and all that type of stuff. Comes to the Rams, has zero personality issues because they had Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, yeah. and Van Jefferson, and then they added OBJ. And then next thing you know, OBJ ends up in the slot, something that I haven't seen him do much of his career, and he was killing. Right. And that's another thing, Breezy. I mean, I don't want to get too deep in the weeds here because this is not football, but I think there's a there's a, a definitely a lack of I don't want to 
want to, I don't want to necessarily say forgiveness, but there's a, a lack of allowing people to grow because oh, rookie OBJ, year two, year three OBJ, young 21, 22, 23-year-old trying to establish himself in the NFL OBJ is not the same OBJ that he is today. So, yeah, some of the antics that he had when he was in New York, some of the fights that he tried to have with some cornerbacks, Josh Norman was one of them, you know, some of the uh, irresponsible and immature reactions that he had to his quarterback and maybe to some of his teammates. That's not the same dude that he is now. We saw a different OBJ in Cleveland going through all of that turmoil. We saw a different OBJ in L.A. Like, people are allowed to be young, be dumb, be immature. I'm so glad I'm on this show now as a 34, almost 35-year-old and not a 24, 25-year-old because some of the stuff that I've done then, maybe y'all wouldn't like most. Maybe y'all wouldn't subscribe to my channel. Maybe y'all wouldn't subscribe to Nitty Gritty and the Wayne Breezy Network had you known young, dumb, immature, 24-year-old moles as opposed to 34-year-old moles. So, like, we have to allow space and allow people the ability to mature. And when they've shown that and they're trying to continue to show that, not still putting their past onto them like, oh, no, he's still the same immature uh, OBJ who is all about himself, who's a locker room cancer. He wasn't a locker room cancer when he just won a Super Bowl. That's he wasn't point. a locker room cancer when he was almost on his way to being the MVP of that Super Bowl before he blew his knee injury. Mm-hmm. Had it not been for that injury, OB, Od- Od- Odell Beckham Jr. is winning Super Bowl MVP of that game. Hands down. So, like, come on, man. Like, we cannot allow his past and this old stuff to, like, still seep into who he is now. Because I guarantee you he's not the same guy. He's shown that, and I think he's going to continue to show and prove that. Yeah, I think I think we as, uh, as fans, we choose who we want to let grow, right? Because we look mm. at it as what we need, right? So we, everybody, apparently, we need a defensive tackle, right? So they're willing to – no. We're, they're willing to accept Nadama Kansu, you know what I'm saying? Apparently, they see his growth, though, right? He wasn't a problem in Tampa. So they're choosing to decide on who they want to let, you know, you know, when it comes to growth. Look, either one of these players are going to be good. Uh, they could be good for the 49ers. And, and, and it comes when it comes to Sue, as, as much as I want him, and I do, it's going to come down to the number as well. Uh, I saw somebody say that OBJ is going to make 12 men. If, if that, that must be the Cowboys because they have $20 million in cap space. But I wouldn't pay twelve million dollars to a wide receiver coming off of ACL. I've yeah, never heard year. I've never heard of that though. Twelve million to play that's, nine games. That's why yeah, I don't think they're gonna give him that much. Hell I think no. I, I think, I think he's he get a one year deal. He plays out one year prorated. If he can say he's healthy, then then they could talk renegotiations. Or if I'm that's OBJ, I I take the one year right now. I get that prorated rate. I bust my behind and show what I'm still OB. And then I go get my contract. And then what if he gets a Super Bowl? Same shit Deion Sanders did. I mean, he played the whole year with us, but he signed with us for one year. After that, he went and got more money in Dallas. He said that the 49ers didn't. got another Super Bowl. And then got another Super Bowl. Now, according to Deion, uh, the 49ers didn't make him an offer. But I'm just saying, 
which to me, again, we don't want to harp on old stuff. But nah, but, but you is, get where I'm going. They, they didn't make that man an offer. That don't make no sense. I know, I know. We that. had the we had we had the best wide receiver and the best corner in the game, yeah. Yeah. and they win you a Super Bowl. And you don't keep that man. No, defense, you had to keep. You had to find. You had to find a way. At a time where folks are building their offense and defense out in now, right. everybody's trying to build inside. Now out. everybody's inside doing out. it in out. At that time, you had the best wide receiver in the best corner. The best corner, and you what? don't find that's, a way to keep him. Hear me out. That's kind of where we are. That's kind of where we are now. All right. So a lot of people might not feel like Obi, uh, like Debo Samuel is the best wide receiver in the, in the league. And I know he's having a down year, another injury kind of plague type of a season. It's stunting his growth. He hasn't grown. He's not a true number one. Like I get it. I still think Debo Samuel is a top five, top 10 wide receiver in the league. Number one, uh, when it comes to playing football, you just got to give him the ball. Just got to give him the ball. Get him the ball. Instead of giving the ball behind the line of scrimmage as a runner, let the guy go out. And do what he does. And I guarantee you his numbers will go up. And I tell you what, with Christian McCaffrey, I don't want to hear nobody jump on Debo Samuel's back. Because I know y'all down on him, y'all bad-mouthing him, and all the kids has been doing was being positive for the 49ers. So his numbers aren't as high as they were in 2021. Okay? It's fine. I guarantee you, now that they got a running back back there, actually two backs now, because Elijah Mitchell is back as well. It's going to be a problem. People's going to feast. Brandon and I, you can still going to continue to develop and grow into that true number one wide receiver. So the 49ers and, got and, and Breezy, here's the, here's the context. Why was Debo's number so crazy in 2021? Well, we were missing George Kittle for most of the first half of the season. Mm-hmm. And Brandon Ayuk was in the doghouse, if we forget. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was last year. That whole come to Jesus moment that him and Kyle Shanahan had, mm-hmm. that was that was last year. And Elijah Brandon Mitchell was wasn't, So Brandon Ayuk wasn't getting targets like he is at the end of last year and the beginning of this year. We had no George Kittle. So, like, every our offense was going through Debo. Elijah Mitchell came in because Raheem Mostert injured himself week one last year. So everything was forced to go through Debo. Now it's not forced to go through Debo. Mm-mm. And that's and that's okay because we want to keep him healthy. We struggled last year when we when he was out. And it, it it's it's this fan base. We want Debo to get the ball. We want him to do all the exciting stuff. But then when we, we get mad when he get yeah. an ankle injury or he <laughs> got a hamstring injury or something happened with his calf or Something happened with his big toe. Oh, he's being used too much. Kyle shouldn't have ran him here. Shouldn't have run him up the middle this way. Shouldn't have threw him that screen behind the line of scrimmage. Again, back to the OBJ conversation, or even without the OBJ conversation, insert CMC. Now, the the touches that that Debo does get, while they may be limited and might not be as, as many or as much as it was last year, they can be more effective, and we can keep him on the field. And that way, in the NFC Championship game, he's, one, not feeling burnt out and trying to push through even feeling burnt out and even being hurt, trying to will his team to a win, and his coach doesn't give him the ball most of, if not all, of the second half. He can give him the ball now because he knows 
I can give Debo the ball because I haven't worn him out all season. Bingo. I haven't given him 12 to 15 touches for 10 straight weeks leading up to this NFC Championship game to get us to the Super Bowl. And now, now I'm in the NFC Championship game. I got a conscience and I want to worry about his health and well-being instead of force feeding him the ball and potentially getting him hurt. Next. Or either or either either Kyle is, is worried about his well-being or he's worried if I get him hurt this late in the season, he may not be ready for the next season. Well, all of that's gone now because now you have so many weapons that you can spread out his touches and the, the touches that he does get can be more impactful. And then when we go on this long run in the playoffs, Debo's healthy, Ayuk's healthy, Kittle's healthy, CMC's healthy, Mitchell's healthy. That's what we want. We want all of those horses to be at 100% when we get into this tournament. Whatever happens in the tournament, happens in the tournament. But if all of our horses got oil change, got new brake pads, Mm -hmm. got brand new tires, got got all the fluids (laughs) changed, everything is good to go, and and we can hit that starting block with everybody good, now we can rip now. Now it's put up or shut up, and we'll see if any other team in, in the NFC, and whoever we see from the AFC can really put up with what we got. And that's the point. That's you as, as a head coach, as a GM, you got to find a way to have longevity with your roster to get your main guys available when it's time. Amen. It's, it's, you know, we can't have our cake and eat it too. It's, just, it's as simple as that. And I want Debo Samuel to be here for the remaining of his contract. And then I want him to extend that and be here again. Homegrown talent developed right here. You know what I'm saying? When I say homegrown, meaning that they drafted him. Don't yep. want him to go anywhere else. Right? And so when it comes to Debo Samuel, you want to be able to sustain him. And so that's why I said we can't have our cake and eat it too. We can't want to give him the ball all the time and then expect him to be healthy every single game. It just doesn't work like that. Not in the ways that he is utilized on the football field. He's way too dangerous of a weapon. And I still think Debo Samuel is the most dangerous weapon for the 49ers because you technically don't know what you're going to get. You just know you're going to get an explosive play from an explosive playmaker, whether he runs it, whether he catches it out of the backfield, whether he's down the field catching a wide receiving pass, receiving a pass. It's going to be something explosive. And if he has space, He's mm-hmm. either going to do two things, make you miss or run you over. There's no yeah. in between. That's, true. That's Debo, Samuel, and a nutshell. <laughs> That's right. Every single play. That's true. Every single play. But adding OBJ to the equation, not only does it help elevate, it would help alleviate some of the pressure. And you that's why. When you designate and infiltrate I don't, I don't know. I was just trying to rhyme up and put a bunch of you on. can appreciate yes. what the 49ers are doing. I'm telling right. you, it's going to be crazy. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. All right. So let's move on from this. Uh, this is just a rumor. And, and we spent some time. Guys, let's let's preview this matchup. We got about 30 minutes left on the show. Eight. Let's preview the matchup. I realized we weren't really previewing the matchup here on Nitty Gritty. Uh, we're going to do it all in one show. All right, we've got the Chargers on Sunday night football. Chargers are coming up off of a win, a uh, close win. 
Uh, they didn't look too well out there, in my opinion. Um, just watching them play, they are they were down key players. Yep. So I'm going to give you their depth chart and talk about it. Start quarterback Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler. That's the guy you want to highlight on on the paper. They also picked up. They got Isaiah Spiller and Sony Michelle. Uh, if they choose to spill uh, spell any of the running backs when it comes to Eckler, Keenan Allen was out. Uh, Mike Williams was out, and I expect Mike Williams to be out over Keenan Allen. I'm surprised Keenan Allen isn't playing yet, but he isn't hasn't been designated to the IR. Right. So I do expect him to play in this game. Don't ask me why. Uh, Joshua Palmer can't catch. Jill Everett, another person you want to star. He's not your, he's like your Delaney Walker type of a tight end. So star him. He's more of an athletic type of tight end. Yeah, he played with uh, the Rams, right? Uh Joe Everett. Yeah, remember? Yep, oh, he sure yeah. enough did. Yeah. Uh last year. And I think he was uh-huh. missing one of those games. Yep. Because Higby was going off. <laughs> right. <laughs> we should be used to him. Uh yeah. and, and those are their those are their playmakers. Now behind Keenan Allen, DeAndre Carter, former 49er. Remember him? Uh-huh. Uh Keelan Doss, Michael Bandy. These are some of their guys, and Jason Moore Jr. Those are the wide receivers. So Keenan Allen, if he plays, will be – how much of a factor would Keenan Allen be if he plays? That's the question I'm asking you guys. Best route technician probably in the NFL, coming off of an injury. I mean, he's – I think he's going to be a, a big factor just because – that's one of Justin Herbert's security blankets. Mm-hmm. When you talk about his ability to run routes, um, I think one of the things that uh, the Chargers are, can can do well, especially with Keenan on the field, is convert on third down. So now if they have Keenan and Eckler on the field, they'll be able to convert on third down at a little bit higher of a clip. Them converting on third down means our defense is on the field more and our offense is on the sideline, which is what we don't want. Now, again, all of this is going to depend on, you know, how healthy he is, and it's going to depend on how we play defense. Are we going to man up Mooney Ward or Keenan Allen all day? I would. I think even in the slot. Corner. Yeah, I think they're going to line him up in the spot. I think it's. I think it's best on best. Okay. I think it's best on best. I don't think with as, as good as Keenan Allen is, and, and maybe we'll have to play it by ear and we'll have to see how, you know, he runs his routes in the first couple of series. But um, I, I, I can't risk D'Amador De, Lenore or Samuel Womack uh-uh. or even Jimmy Ward one-on-one with Keenan Allen in the no. slot. Yeah. So for me, it's, it's got to be best on best. you got to put Mooney on Keenan Allen and then force Justin Herbert to beat you somewhere else. Um, but, yeah, I think if he, if he's healthy and he's running routes like the Keenan Allen that we know, I think he's going to have a big impact in this game. Mm. Yeah. It's funny Mike because – Mike Williams feel, is not playing, by the way. Um, did did, did um, he, he already be, – He'll be out. Okay. I don't know if – I didn't know he was ruled out as of yet, but – It said I, that he will be out for another two weeks, I think. Oh, I didn't get that report. So I, I thought it, I thought he was out two weeks from two weeks ago. So I think that's why people uh, are let asking. Let me make sure. I'm going to look and make sure. So there's, like I said, there's possibility he won't play. He's coming off of what yeah. the high ankle sprain, I believe that's what he had, some type of injury. 
Mike Williams. So we'll find we'll figure it out as the later as later of the week gets. We'll you know we'll know more. The question is is Keenan Allen playing now? Right. What Moe said was spot on because look, if Mike Williams is out, then you definitely man up Mooney Ward. Foul, let that guy shadow Keenan Allen. That's their number one. You let them, you let him shadow him. You don't have to necessarily worry about. It. I wouldn't mind the young guys going up against young guys, right? I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind the Amador Lenore going up against a Joshua Palmer or, or one of those guys. Now, if Mike Williams is playing, it's a little different. Like, so it, it, it'll be a little bit different. It'll be a little bit different. Austin Eckler, uh, Keenan Allen, and I would say Gerald Everett is a guy you got to be, you got to watch out for because he finds sneaky ways to get open. He's utilized a lot different than he was when he was in um, Seattle. He's not the same guy. He's used differently. Matter of fact, he's probably one of the most consistent weapons when he out there. He's been playing just about every game uh, and he, he's helped moving the chains for, uh, for Justin Herbert. Uh, and then there's Justin Herbert. We're just focusing on their offense right now. Um, what do you got to watch out for Justin Herbert, man? Because we know he can get the ball down the field, but how elusive is he in that pocket fair? Yeah, man, that, that dude moves. Yeah, Wales, <sighs> man, he's very electric with the ball in his hands. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he one great thing about him, too, he always has his head up to try to pass the ball downfield. Yep. He, isn't, he, he moves around, and he can run, and he has the ability to get upfield really quickly, but his yep. head is always up looking for open receiver first. He's always looking to throw. Now, if, if something happens and it breaks down all the way and he needs to go, he'll get 10, 15 yards real quickly. And, and there's nothing you could do about it. He has a long stride. The, mm-hmm. the man just he moves, man. And it's it's I mean, we've been seeing this since the Oregon days. And he came <laughs> in, lit the league up as soon as he came in, and not much has changed. He just doesn't have the same uh caliber of players around him due to injuries this year. But team is still doing well so far at five and three. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people wrote the Chargers off, and and they're still playing. They're still playing fairly well. Damn. he said. Um, he said like a comeback player too. Like even if they're down, mm-hmm. he's a. Um, he has that gene. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, he has that comeback gene. Yeah, I wish where I could. he'll do anything that he can to try to bring his team back, and before you know it. You know, um, he will. Um, according to this, on October 26, Mike Williams, it was reported that he would miss at least four weeks. Okay. So he's not playing this Sunday. Mm. All right. So until yeah. he's officially ruled out, he's right. playing. Just know Okey-doke. that. Until he's officially ruled out, he's playing. I. You know what, Keenan Allen? You you wasn't officially ruled out until Sunday, you bum. And then I had to take you out of my starting lineup. Yo, I'm losing fantasy football because Keenan won't get out on the field. Same. But I guarantee you he'll get out on the field this week. I could just feel it because I don't want him on the field this week. So he's going to be do on they the have, field. Do they not have Mike Williams out? Uh, they have him listed as out. They have him listed not, as out, but he's not on the IR. Out. So he can still play. If he's available to play and he's healthy, he can no, still No, they, they're just not putting him on the IR, but right. he's out. I understand until he's officially ruled out. But Breezy, it's, it's a high ankle sprain. But same he's out. With, okay. Same thing with Trent Williams and Elijah Mitchell. He's yeah. not coming back. He's okay. not coming back Sunday. You guys say that he, shit, and then when he comes back, I don't want to hear nothing. The possibility of him not being on the IR means he can come back. It, it all depends no, on his on his rehab. But he right. has a high ankle sprain. He's not playing on that. I don't As want him to play. Receiver, 
he's not playing on that. I don't, I, I don't, and I don't want him to play on it. I'm just saying, technically, he's not officially ruled out. That's all I'm saying. He's out. She's not officially ruled out. He's not. I just don't understand how out he needs to be because they're telling him <laughs> that he's out. Well, all right. So what I'm saying is he's he's listed out, right? But but guess what? I'm just so telling you so that he's Keenan out. Allen. He's listed out, right? So he's listed out. I'm looking at the out sheet. So Keenan Allen is listed out. Mike Williams is listed out. But these guys can potentially play on Sunday because they're not officially <laughs> ruled out. That's all I'm saying. I'm sorry. That was funny. It is funny, but I'm saying they're not officially ruled out. So, so that means that Keenan Allen's officially ruled out because he's listed out, right? No, that's not what. No, Keenan's not listed out. He's listed out on my sheet. I'm looking at it right here. It's a big fucking O in red, and then there's some IRs, right? And then there's O's. Keenan Allen has an O. Mike Williams has an O. We'll get to the defense in a second. Because there's a bunch of IRs. There's a couple of O's in the defense. Oh, there's O's on defense. So I was wondering if the O was for offense. Mm -mm. <laughs> 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 so I, I don't believe he's going to play like Peachy is saying. But like I said, until he's officially ruled out, you got to prepare for him. Cause God okay. forbid he plays, and then we we lose, we lay an egg. Then what? Okay. But but like Mo said, high ankle sprain. He shouldn't be playing. Okay. Um, who else? Let's go to the defense. Uh, defense. No, Joey Bosa. He's on the IR. Right. No, I'm going to IR people now. So JT Jackson. He's yep. on the IR. Um, and those are the more most important people on the IR. They still got Darren James, they got JT Woods. I wanted JT Woods. Um, a, there's a defensive tackle, Austin Johnson, Austin Johnson that suffered a significant knee injury and will miss the rest of the season. Okay, he's so this, this, out, but Brandon Staley said he will miss the rest of the season, right? Due right. to the knee injury he suffered, right? Yes, so right. they haven't put him on IR yet, but correct. right, so, but he's 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 out for their whole year. Right. All right. And then uh, Jerry Tillery uh, is also who? listed as out. Jerry yes, Tillery, Jerry Tillery. Other defensive tackle. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I they, could be missing, mm -hmm. they could be missing and, their two interior tackles. And like, their weak side linebacker, Chris Rumpf the second is out as well. They mm -hmm. do have Kyle Van Noy. They run a 3-4-2, by the way. 49ers kind of struggle with these 3-4 defenses this year. Chicago, uh, Denver. We never really paid attention to that. They kind of struggled against these three, four guys. Um, Seattle, I believe, was a three, four, but they did well against Seattle. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll have to see. Well, they do have Khalil Mack. They have Kyle Van Noy. They still got some pieces on the defense. And like, and they got Derwin James. They got Nasir Adderley, right? So they, Asante Samuel Jr., that's their... Uh, right cornerback, so they got some guys. They they got juniors, nice too. Yeah, bro, they got they got some players, and like Fair just said a couple of minutes ago, they you know people have them kind of ruled out, you know, and they still finding ways to win. Right, and it's probably yeah. mainly their defense because their offense don't seem to be putting up enough 
but they find ways to win. That's past Sunday, Khalil Mack. Did you see the strip fumble he had? He just took it out of the guy's hand. Mm-hmm. Just ripped it. He ripped it away from Drake London. It's, it's, give me the ball. I, I'll just take the ball. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'll just I'll just take the ball right out your hand. So look, um, they got we getting key players back. They got a lot of key players out, but again, um, it, it's not going to be an easy. It's not going to be an easy matchup. It's no, not going to be. It's not going to be an easy matchup. Um, and I'm just just looking at them on paper. They look, they don't look good on paper. <laughs> but like Fair said, watching them play, they look they look decent. And the key to their offense, a lot of people are saying is saying is Austin Eckler, and and he is he's key. But I think Keenan Allen is the main key, and mm. some people might say even Mike Williams is the main key. And that's why Herbert is not going deep. Keenan Allen's not your deep guy. So not no, having Mike. He's not. Right. Mike Williams is the deep there. Right. And so that could be hindering their offense a lot. You know? What are your thoughts on this game? How do you see the 49ers playing in this game? Let's do some key matchups. And then tell me how you see the 49ers playing in this game. Everybody pick one key matchup. I mean, I, I I can't wait to see Darren and Kittle. Like it, it's always like that's I forgot about a, that. Yeah, man, that's just such yeah. a dope matchup every time. Like uh, two freaks of athletes going at it. Derwin comes downhill. Kittle runs uphill. Like it is it's dope to see, man. And I I, I you know anticipate that being one of the marquee matchups of uh, Sunday's game. Mm, I like that. Uh, I okay, like that. so um, an hour ago, Brandon Staley said that Keenan Allen is day to day. That he will no more Wednesday. That is going to be iffy for Keenan Allen, and Mike Williams is definitely not playing Sunday. There we go. So if that's the injury update I needed to hear, that's what I needed to hear. So they're going to be down one guy, and and possibly Keenan Allen. Hmm. With that, with our defense, mostly coming and we're getting, back, and we're getting the players back. That's what I'm saying, yeah, uh-huh. our players coming back. Oof. Okay. Yeah. One of their writers um, said that um, Keenan Allen and Trey Pipkins are somehow day to day. I would imagine that all three missed the SF game. I'm not sure that Staley would try to rush him back out there. If he is not 100%, I think that they would rather wait until they're by and get them back after the buy. Pipkins so, is the right tackle. He's listed day to day, you said? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I I totally overlooked him. So that might be what this they're trying to do. Game for, I uh, guess their bye week must be right after, after that. Yes. Game? Right. Yeah. So that, so now, now, see, see, now knowing that context, that can go in the 49ers' favor. Keenan Allen probably won't play this game. I, I it was he was a health, he wasn't a healthy scratch last week, but I did not expect him to get scratched from the starting lineup last week. Um, but the fact that he's listed day-to-day, you kind of got to wait, and he probably won't be announced again till Sunday. So if you're the 49ers, you got to prepare for Keenan Allen, right? You got to prepare for him because you don't know if he's gonna play or not. 
the fact that he's listed day to day. Now, come Wednesday or Thursday, if he decides that they're going to rule him out, I mean, that's a little bit of relief. Now, the 49ers got to go out there and handle business. And that's what we're going to talk about, uh, you know, for the remainder of the show. Like, how are they going to go out there and take care of business? Because regardless if these guys play or not, the 49ers got to dominate on all three phases of this football. Mm. Now, I like Fear's matchup. Uh, Peachy, you got a matchup for me or your most? You got one mouse. I'll tell you a matchup that I'm I'm, I'm scared of. Okay, and that could completely blow this Lil game. Lil Max and Mike McGlinchey. Go ahead. Thank you. You already know. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> the, only, the, only way, the only way we can eliminate that is if we run the ball 40 times. But Kyle Shanahan has showed this year that he doesn't want to run the ball 40 times. Okay. He wants to have he wants to have a more balanced attack where it's 25-25, 26 24, 28 to 26. Like he doesn't want to run the ball 30-35-40 times. Yeah. So if Jimmy has to drop back 25-30 times, that gives Khalil Mack 25 to 30 pass rush snaps against a right tackle who is is he when McGlinchey was 100% healthy, he was not a good pass blocker. But now we have a McGlinchey who's not 100%, and I don't care what he says. Mm-hmm. I don't care what the training staff says. I don't care what Kyle Shanahan says. Mike McGlinchey is not 100%. We see it every week. He is not 100%. So we have a less than 100% right tackle who wasn't good at pass pro anyway, going up against Khalil Mack, who is arguably – one of the best pass rushers we've seen in the past decade and a half. So, you know, I mean, Khalil Mack can wreck this game. He can he can end drives. I expect a lot of George Kittle that way then. Yeah. So you might not get that Derwin James Kittle matchup as much because I expect them they gotta help McGlinchey. Yeah. Like the, the, They're gonna have to because the Chargers are not gonna flip and put Khalil Mack on Trent Williams' side. If they do, it'll be rare. He may get three to five snaps over Trent Williams, and that's if we're lucky. I don't think I don't think he gets anything on Trent Williams' side. I think they try to negate Trent Williams in pass pro by just having one of these other young guys who not really doing much. And Trent has got to Trent's got to play them. Trent's got to make sure that he has good pass pro on his side. But if you could take Trent out of the equation with just a one-on-one with a guy that you know is not going to be Trent Williams and force us to slide our protections to the right side, leave Kittle in so that he can't take advantage of Kenneth Murray sometimes who is a little, you know, antsy when it comes to pass protection. I think Kenneth Murray sometimes he leans more on his athleticism and on his football IQ. So I think we could take advantage of that in the past game, especially with Kittle over the middle when they don't have Derwin James on him. You know, if we have, you know, if we have Debo and Ayuk and they're, you know, we're using those guys on the outside properly and we're keeping Derwin James back just to, you know, be the help if, if they need it. You know, mm-hmm. with, with Nasir Adderley playing too deep, you know, that I think we could get good matchups with Kittle on Kenneth Murray, but we lose that if Kittle has to play in. And if Kittle has to play in, 
And now you can drop Derwin in the box as a linebacker. And now you got Kenneth Murray and Derwin James roaming the middle of the field when we know Jimmy only likes to throw to the middle of the field. That could be dangerous. Mm-hmm. That could be dangerous where we see Derwin James taking advantage of that middle because he don't got to worry about Kittle. I agree. Who's Kenneth Murray? Their linebacker, the middle linebacker. linebacker. Yeah, number nine. Him and Drake Tranquil. Okay, I got you. Yeah, I don't know. Tranquil, yeah. uh, it, it's gonna be um, that's it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough because depending on how Mike McGlinchey does on that outside, you got it. You got to chip him. You got to chip yeah. Khalil. Mm-hmm. Everybody's trying to get at Jimmy, so yep. force them to be in their wrong defense. Force them out of their base. Get them out of their base. Keep matter of fact, keep them in their base and bring out a different type of personnel. Like, you know, I know they're gonna have chances to sub or whatever, but the 49ers can try to take advantage of these linebackers. CMC on I'll take CMC on any one of their linebackers. <laughs> Absolutely. So um I misspoke. The Chargers have already had their bye week. What this writer was trying to say is that Pipkins wasn't the same dude before the bye, is what he was trying to say. And it seems like that they would rather have Keenan Allen and him out there a hundred percent. Like he doesn't want them to risk injury. So that's mm-hmm. why they're really going to be cautious with Allen and Pipkin about putting them out there. So I don't know. We'll see if Keenan Allen plays or not. Well, right. look, because after, us, after us, they got Kansas City. They got Kansas City, Miami, yeah. and Tennessee. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, they do have the, the Rams, who we know aren't looking too good. but Right. Um, and then they do have two other uh, two other division games. They got the, the Raiders, who mm-hmm. they aren't playing good, but it's a divisional game. And then they got Denver, yep. um, the final week of the season, week 18. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, not bringing them back versus us maybe waiting to hold them out until the home game versus Kansas City. Right. Because they almost beat Kansas City yep. the first time they matched up. Mm-hmm. So good- maybe not bring them back on the road, but maybe bring them back on at home. Yep. And then you got two easy ones in Arizona and the Raiders after that. Mm-hmm. And then you got back-to-back home games against Miami and Tennessee. I think those two games right there are going to be really, really um, telling in the Chargers season with how those two matchups end up. Um, yeah. and then, you know, they go into the, the final three weeks of the season. So, you know, from, from, the, from a coach's standpoint, Brandon Staley, it makes sense maybe not to bring them back this game, but then again, um, hey, look, win, you want your best players on the field at every single time. Uh, yeah. if they're healthy and they're good to go, you want them out there. And for the 49ers in this particular situation, because PG, I want to get your key matchup. They just got to be prepared. And, right. and that's my thing. Just be prepared. It doesn't matter who's out there on the field. Be prepared to dominate on all three phases of right. football. And I put four because I meant coaching as well. Just be prepared to dominate. Mm-hmm. Coaches mm-hmm. got to adjust again if they have to adjust. I'm hoping this is one of those games, guys, where the 49ers just have control and they control the game. Yeah, it would be nice. <laughs> just for once 
Right. <laughs> That's why I said it would be nice if we, yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Just one time. We just took control and we just kept it the whole game. Just like they did in Super Bowl 29. Took control right at the beginning. Bam, I said it. Peachy, key matchup. Did anybody say um, Fred Warner and Eckler? No, but that's a great one. Because Fred Warner is going to have to cover this guy. Yes. Now they're they're going to try to get Eckler on some other people. But Fred, the good thing I like about Fred is Fred is a great coverage linebacker. The question is, will the defensive interior mm-hmm. keep the offensive lineman off of Fred so he can make the play? You know, whether it's a run stop or whether it, it is if he has to drop back and cover like, you know, Fred just got a Fred Fred's coverage in the last not this past game, but the game before that, he was just like he was uneven. Like he was too shallow. Then he was too far back. He was just off. And I think he was trying to overcompensate if it was going to be a run. I think Fred is back. And I don't think Austin Eckler wants anything to do with this Fred Warner coming out of this break. Um, so, Peachy, that's a great matchup uh, because you're going to have to make sure that you not only do you tackle him in the run game, and he's a little, sh- a little strong, shifty mother sucker, too. Oh, yeah, he is. <laughs> don't get it twisted just because he's little. That dude packed power. Right. Exactly. Um, but I like that matchup. I do. I like that. All three matchups. Key. Uh, even the scaredy one. Because that's a that's a dangerous matchup that you're talking about, Mose. Peachy, great matchup, fair. I want to see that. That's primetime TV right there. During James and George Kittle, I, I, I feel like if they had three chances at each other, I feel like George Kittle wins the battle. I just do. He loves physical football. The question, the thing is, the ball's got to get to him. His passes got to get to him quick. Pause. They got to get to him very quickly so Kittle can make the play and, you know, enforce his physicality on Derwin James. That's how I feel about that. What's your key matchup, Breezy? I'm going Brandon Ayuk, and I'm going to Santi Samuel Jr. Ooh. No, that was my second. I ain't going to lie. Ooh. I'm going dog. It's a doggy dog world out there. Dogs. And those are dogs. Because everybody in this motherfucking crowd knows how much I wanted Ashanti Samuel on this team. And somehow, <laughs> it just didn't happen. I know. Me too. Um, But I love Brandon Ayuk, and I, I think scary. Brandon Ayuk is, is a different type of dog. Mm-hmm. And as much as I love Ashanti Samuel, and I'm not being a homer here, Brandon Ayuk is getting open, open. Like, how does that, how is that even possible? His route running is crazy. So I'm loving what Brandon Ayuk does. I'm going to love to see that matchup. Uh, who do you think wins out of that matchup? If there was three, who wins best two out of three? Mm. I mean, I'm, without being a homer, yeah, don't be don't be a homer. I'm, I'm still gonna go BA. <laughs> I, like, I don't want to be a homer, but <laughs> I'm still gonna go BA just because I feel like Asante plays like his dad. Mm-hmm. He just not on his dad level just yet. yet. 
just yet. But, so but he plays he plays with a lot of instinct. He plays with a lot of feel. And sometimes his instinct can get him in trouble. But sure. it's very rare. And I, I think is, if, if I think if it happened consistently, then we would talk about him not being a good corner at all. But because he's so good and he comes from, you know, a lineage of another great corner, you know, he knows the little tips and tricks, even listening to his father on the I Am Athlete podcast with Brandon Marshall, just talking about how he played the game, talking about how he thought about the game. I know he gave all his son all the little tips and tricks, and that's why Asante's playing so good. But I think B.A., I think his dog, and then just the way he runs his route, and his speed is sneaky. That's what I'm saying. I think I think, I think it's, it's the, the misdirection and the kind of deceptiveness at which B.A. runs routes that can get Asante in trouble. That's why I'm going B.A. All right. Anybody else? I, I'm I was going BA. Peachy, fair. Oh man. That's I, that's that's fair's boy, too. So listen, yeah, you know, that's his uh, that's his FSU boy. Nah, listen, listen, I'm I'm gonna give you the buck. He's dope. No, he's but, he's legit. But, and we wanted him. Right. We wanted him. All oh, yeah. of us. All four of us. He was, he yeah, was right there for us to have. I was thinking of Fig because we should have had him. There's no reason why right we there. shouldn't have had him. Who do I mean, mean now, we draft, now we drafted like, Trey Sermon. And no, that what no, 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 it wasn't Trey Aaron Sermon, Banks. it was Aaron Banks. Banks. It's Aaron Banks. We traded back up to which get a lot of, which a lot of people are not going to be tripping over right now because right now Aaron Banks is, year, is looking last, like the, the second best offensive lineman on the team. But last year, though, we we again hindsight is 2020, right? But last year at the time. We desperately needed a corner, and and he would have stepped in and started right away. And I don't think right a lot away. of the problems that we have, like we wouldn't have Mooney though. That's true. We might but we not. wouldn't have to pay Mooney if we would have just drafted. Which means we could have diverted dollars somewhere else. Ooh. Like O line. Like O line. O line. Mm. Yeah. Got either a better center. No, 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 no. Right don't even do that. Don't even do that. We just let it. We let somebody go that we could have paid with that money. I'm just saying. Yeah, but I mean, and, and, but then we don't see what Aaron Banks does. That's it. Put Aaron Banks on the right side. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah. I don't know. It's a lot. It's it's a high, it's hindsight, guys. Because Banks, is. we ain't gonna is. go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, they said Eddie's in the chat now. Yeah, we'll, we'll get. It. We'll, we'll talk about him later. That's all right. Um, all right. I look. These are some key matchups, guys. You want to pay attention to uh, on the Wayne Breezy show. I'll be doing some position battles uh, or whatnot. But uh, very fun show. Um, you got 49ers winning this game. You gotta yeah, do your I score predictions too. One. Gotta do your score predictions too. Early, early in the week, score predictions. Yeah, man, Jesus, the Niners a lot. The Chiefs, um, Chiefs. The... <laughs> <laughs> let me let me put this out there real quick before you pick. The 49ers are zero and two against the AFC West right now. I know, I know, I know. But I feel like we're gonna get right. 
I feel like we're going to get right. I feel like the defense is getting their pieces back. I feel like the offense having the extra week with McCaffrey and Debo coming back. It just feels like we're set up to go on a run. It started last week. It continues this week after the bye. And, man, I just feel like they're going to put up over 30 points. So I'll say 31, Niners, 21, L.A. Okay. Fair. I mean, Moe's. Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Sunday night at home, two weeks to prepare. 34-17, Niners. All right, 34-17. Peachy? Um, dang, most is close to what I had. Um, I'll say 34-28. Niners. Mm. Mm. That's that's close. All right. Um, look, I think the 49ers, like Fear said, this is uh another get right game. I think this is more not even get right. I think this is their statement game. They're coming off their bye. I need to go out there and make a statement uh to the whole NFL. And they started by making that statement by getting right against the Los Angeles Rams. Well, guess what? They're gonna play the Rams baby sister's cousin on Sunday night, and they already got right. So now they're going to go out there and make a statement. And the way they're going to make the statement is by putting up 38 points. I know that's a weird number, right? How nice. can they put up 38? Okay. Just, just watch. But here's the kicker. They're only going to give up 13. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Whoa. 38, 13. Just watch. Okay. okay. Just watch, okay. Watch, watch and learn. I'm and I'm going to tell you how it's going right to pan out. I guarantee you that the Kansas – thank you, Fair. Appreciate you, brother. The Los, the Los Angeles Chargers, all right, are going to march down that field and get a touchdown with Austin Eckler. That's going to be their only touchdown of the game. Okay. Wow. I'm going to leave it at that. And I'm not okay. saying that because I'm super high on my Niners, but I'm super high on the 49ers, bro. Yo, this – this is now the time for the offense to step up. And yep. that's the offense is going to make a statement. You're getting everybody back. About, Jimmy Garoppolo can't do this. Jimmy can't do that. We got all these weapons. Kyle Shanahan has zero excuses. Bump OBJ. We don't need them. Right now, they go out and make a statement on Sunday Night Football, letting the whole league know, you let us get OBJ, you can kiss your Lombardi goodbye because it's coming back to Santa Clara. That's what they're doing. 38 points. Just watch. Right. Just watch. 38 points. 38. And I know that's a lot. They haven't scored 38 points in 18 years. But just watch. <laughs> I, my 38 points is high. I know, bro. I know. Just, But just, just watch. Just watch. You'll Yay. see. You guys, listen, man. It's been a great show. Everybody wants to get to bed. Everybody's got to take their meds. <laughs> and, and we got to get up out of here. Listen, I yep. love each and every one of you. Guys, in the chat, y'all got to find a way to keep it clean, man. We don't do Please. any of that racist yeah. stuff here. All right? Peachy's out there trying to block certain people. Look, <laughs> both, both, 
Both parties were blocked. It was not one yes. or the other. Both parties yes. were and that's blocked. Fine. We don't but mind just... disagreements. We don't mind yeah. y'all going back and forth. Keep it copacetic. Don't talk about race. Don't bring up none of that stuff here. We, we all family. We all different. At the end of the at the, at the end of the day, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, and it don't matter. When we in here, we family. We can disagree, but keep it respectful. Keep it copacetic. One hundred percent. All right. And listen, guys. Look, we got to prepare for this game. We don't need any of that distractive crap right Fact. now. Right. Also, ever. Period. Also, yes. in the world, the world is so much bigger than race, right? So there's no need to have any racial slurs, any racial comments, any racial this. We're here to big up one another. That's what this whole platform is about. For it's sure. about bigging up one another. All right? Um, Eddie, Eddie, you are the winner on Facebook for the month of October for the most engagements. Got to give you a round of applause again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, Eddie. So you're the winner. So Eddie, make sure Eddie Glover, that's you. Make sure you hit me back, bro. And 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 we'll get you something out in the mail, man. Thank you for participating over there uh on Facebook. We appreciate you and your support here with Nitty Gritty, Wayne Breezy, Moe's, Peachy, Fair, Miss Debbie, the whole crew. We truly appreciate you, Eddie, and, and all the hard work that you do. All right, guys, y'all stay up. Y'all stay faithful, okay? But make sure y'all keep it nitty-gritty. And that racist stuff, man, man, if I – come on. Fair, go ahead. You're muted. My teacher used to tell me in school, and it took me a while to understand what he was saying, he's, he used to always say, I'm the only one in this classroom that can say they're not racist. And everybody would look at him and he'd say, because I hate all you mother equally. <laughs> <laughs> Equal opportunity. I hate all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, like sound like something I would have said. Right. Uh, right. And, then, and then walked off the drive, drive dropping right. the mic. Come on, man. It, it, it ain't that deep, man. It ain't that serious. We talking about football here. Y'all got to relax. Yeah. Got to relax. Yeah. yeah. That's it. You can talk about Jimmy Garoppolo, but you can't be racist on this show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all so much for tuning in. We love y'all. Always keep it nitty gritty. Stay up. Stay faithful. We'll see y'all next Monday when we celebrating this victory, y'all. Peace.